You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. There is no better sound in the world to me than a full house with all of my family. Hearing the laughter, singing, cheering, stories, babies, dogs, the kitchen in full action, listening to all the people that love me in this just cocktail of energy infusion of history of our events, our ancestry, while adding simultaneously memories. If just one of us is missing, the dynamic changes. You can literally feel one person's absence in a room of 35 people. I have four sisters and it takes all four of them to ultimately give you that intensity, that liveliness of a moment for it to exist. We recently rented a cabin and there were rooms that were private in the basement. There was even a detached apartment but I wanted the room right off the kitchen and the living room. I'm Houston, honey. I am Command Central. I wanna be right in the middle of all the action. I can only imagine how Tammy Jackson's family feels every time they're together for a special family event or just an average day. They have to be living with the knowledge that Tammy is not there because of murder. She was stabbed over 130 times, hogtied, and run over by a car. She was just 17 years old. She thought she was grown. Y'all remember that age? Her parents knew she wasn't. Her sisters knew she wasn't. She had the whole world ahead of her. She wanted to live it wide open. And then, she's not just murdered but tortured. Is there a serial killer on the loose? Or did somebody who knew her shut her up? I ain't just hanging fire here. Let's go to work. I'm Cheryl McCollum, and this is Zone 7. 
I started my career in the trenches, and honey, I've stayed there. For the past 40 years, I've worked every facet of the criminal justice system, police, courts, and corrections. I've worked with law enforcement and victims of crime and criminals to solve cold cases, and I have genuinely befriended them all. Well, not all of them, but most of them. I've had the opportunity to work on hundreds of criminal cases you've heard of and thousands that you haven't. As a working CSI, I'm not a first responder. I'm a last responder. The unimaginable for any family is for a member to be murdered. The Jackson family had such an unbearable event. Their sweet 17-year-old daughter and sister was stabbed and killed on Hutchinson Island, Georgia. I have four sisters. Each one is their own person. Their likes, dislikes, humor, style, talents, all very different. Even our accents are slightly different. But I know them, possibly better than anybody else. I know the inside jokes, shared events, secrets, life-changing moments. I can anticipate how they're going to react to certain situations and conditions. I know absolutely which one would love a surprise party and which one would not. <laughs> In my business, understanding the victimology often leads you to the suspectology. If you can understand that victim, assess their risk factors, understand the groups of people in their life, you can start to narrow down the suspect pole. We must listen to the people closest to them to truly understand that victim. So our job today is not to say a 17-year-old, but to say this 17-year-old. What did she like? Who did she love? What did she do for fun? Why did she move out? When did she go missing and did anybody report her? This is not where we speculate. We want facts and stories. The facts are January 26, 1994, construction workers found Tammy's body on Hutchinson Island just outside of Savannah. She had just turned 17 a month ago. She went missing at approximately 10 p.m. We're not exactly sure of the actual time because this was something fluid. A witness saw her. He thought something doesn't look right about that. This is a young girl to him. You know, even from a distance, he knew she looked young and she's leaning into a car talking to two men. And he just felt compelled to go check on her. So that was the first time that we know for sure a timetable. So it's approximately 10. She's last seen on the side of the road talking to these two guys. Then she is not seen again until workers at daybreak find her body on Hutchinson Island. So from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. when she is found, there is a nine-hour gap that we know of where she's driven less than 17 miles. We know she got out of the car on Hutchinson Island because there are footprints with a natural walking gait 
all the way to the river's edge and back toward the car. There's two sets of footprints. One we know is Tammy's because she's still wearing her shoes when she's found and it matches the impression. The other, we don't know who that belongs to. We're assuming, of course, obviously the killer. There's no running footsteps like a wide gate. There's no scuff marks. There's no drag marks. So it would appear that she was blitz attacked at some point. We know there were two weapons used. One was a straight edge weapon. One was another type of weapon. We know rope was used. And then we know a vehicle was used. And that is all we really know right now. Tammy didn't have a car. So we got to figure out how she got there. She didn't have a purse or ID. We got to figure out how this crime occurred. It's important to start with the victim. Again, an 11th grader, strong family, loving parents, close sisters. She's in a juxtaposition of being a child and a woman. We've all been there. We understand. It's also important to understand where she came from, Savannah, a historic coastal town, deep South Georgia. Historic homes, tower and live oaks, a river city. It's small town life with major tourism. How I got this case. <laughs> you might be wondering how I got it. So I'm scrolling one night and this little paragraph pops up and it says, 17 year old stabbed 130 times, Hutchinson Island, Georgia. And I'm like, Hutchison Island? And I'm immediately thinking the ocean. And I'm like, I've never heard of Hutchison Island. I know Jekyll, I know St. Simons, etc. Never heard of this island. As I read further, it said right across the Savannah River. And I'm like, oh, it's a river island. Still hadn't heard of it. So I looked up her grave. On her grave, her sister's names were listed. I had never seen siblings' names added to a gravestone. So when I saw Stacy and Tara Jackson, it was so simple and so sweet, but it just said, beloved sister of, you know, Stacy and Tara. And I thought that's such a compelling thing to have on there. And for us, it turned out to be a godsend because we were able to locate them on social media and then offer our help. And shockingly, I did not hear back. <laughs> so I reached out again. And her older sister, Stacy, called me back. We're talking about the brutal murder of Tammy Jackson, who was stabbed, hogtied, and run over by a car. Y'all, if you were to look at the details of this case, and the facts of this case just on paper. And I did not tell you the age of this victim. Her actions, you would think she was older than she was. She was going to bars. She was living in an apartment. She was kind of doing as she pleased, you know, going here and there. She knew different people, some married, some single. 
She was alone with these people. She had relationships with these men. And if you factor in a month before she was murdered, she was 16. She had no money. She had no car. She had no job. She had no fake ID that anybody knew. But she kept a diary like a child. And in that diary, you know, she had these just idyllic dreams of this white picket fence with a man she loved. This child, I mean, it kind of reminds me of that old show, Let's Make a Deal, where they would sometimes offer a contestant a bicycle. I mean, it was a guarantee. Here's a brand new bicycle. You could have this or you could have what's behind this shiny curtain. And Tammy seems like the type of person to me that is never going for the real deal. I don't want the bike. I want whatever's behind that shiny curtain. It was just too intriguing to her. And that's how I see her. A child that's playing these adult games and the rules are getting changed on her. Now, again, I'm just saying how I feel Tammy is coming off, how I see her. But there is somebody that can tell us much better than I ever could. And I think it's time for us to bring her sister, Stacy. Stacy, welcome to Zone 7. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. All right, let's just start at the beginning. What did you think when you got my message? Well, <laughs> you can tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Tara and I definitely collaborated behind the scenes because, you know, that this you weren't the first. And since it had been, gosh, oh, well over 20 years, the case had been cold. We were used to different people getting in touch with us from time to time. And some of them were genuine. Some of them really did want to help. Others were just looking for a story. Others were a little crazy and just, you know, putting their nose where they didn't need to put it. So, yeah, we were skeptical when we got your message <laughs> and we discussed it and did a little Googling on Cheryl McCollum. And I was like, well, I don't know. She might be somebody we want to talk to. So, <laughs> so I... Appreciate you calling me back. Yeah. Well, yes, <laughs> we do too, for sure. Definitely. There were even times just because you just, it was such a terrible thing that happened and so mysterious that we were afraid to talk to strangers to a point because even when you and I started talking again, people came and asked me the question that was in my mind all the time, which was, are you putting yourself in danger what if the person mm -hmm. that came after her, because they're still out there somewhere, I know they know who we are. Are they yep. going to come hurt you too? But that's a valid question. And that's a valid question for you as a young mom and having a young child through all those years. Absolutely. That's mm -hmm. valid. Yeah. And like you said, factually, the killer is still out there. Right. All right. Let's talk about your mom and dad, your church, her school, just Tell us about Tammy. Well, Tammy is a fraternal twin. She's three years younger than me, born and raised in Savannah. It's the only place she ever lived. You know, we grew up in a strong Christian home, fairly uneventful. <laughs> you know, we were all good kids. We didn't really cause a lot of trouble and, you know, other than just normal sister stuff. 
my sisters did tend to gang up on me from time to time. So there was that whole <laughs> element. My mom was a full-time teacher. She taught math. And my mom was a rock star, to be honest. And I like didn't learn to appreciate her until I became an adult and a mother myself. Because I was a single mom for to just one. She raised three of us. My dad was still around, but he worked on the road. So he was hardly ever home. But she worked full-time as a teacher. She raised three girls by herself. Made sure we all had meals every single night. We all had mm. extracurricular activities. And we were all completely different. And my uh, mom made it happen. She was awesome. My mom used to say, if you can raise children and they're all different, that's just good parenting. Gosh. Because you let them be who they are. Yeah. Tammy was the girliest of the three of us. Tammy was the dancer. She was, you know, tiny and petite and just cute. And she had great tone and she just excelled at everything she did and, and dance. That was her thing. She loved it. You know, and she had a ton of friends. She did. She did always. And, you know, she was mm -hmm. always really good about including Tara. You know, they, she loved Tara. They were just, you know, obviously it's, they're twins. It's a connection that I would never be able to understand. But they had some friends that were separate. But for the most part, their friends were the same. They celebrated birthdays together and had parties together. And she was just always funny and laughing and making jokes and making fun of herself and um just she was great that's the part about her that just it's so hard to reconcile in my mind somebody would find something in her that was a threat or was negative or anything like that because she was just always so upbeat and positive and everybody loved Tammy everybody loved Tammy Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Let's talk about her moving out. How did that come about? We grew up in a strong Christian, very sheltered 
home. There was Mm -hmm. not a lot of communication between our parents and us about life and, you know, what to expect. And so I, you know, we were going to this private Christian school and it was awful, very cliquish. And there were the popular kids and there were the not popular kids. And, and I wasn't a popular kid. Tara and Tammy weren't popular kids. We didn't wear all the latest fashions and stuff. Anyway, it kind of messes with you. And so when I started high school, my mom and dad let me go to a public school. And that was the most liberating experience of my life. But I went (laughs) crazy. I went from one side of the spectrum to the other. And I was like, this is awesome. You know, just, I mean, I did it all. I did it all. And I caused a lot of grief for my parents during that period of time. But I was having a great time. And Mm -hmm. Tammy looked up to me almost to a fault because she, she copied me. If I did something, she did it. If I liked a band, she liked a band. If I wore a certain kind of clothes, she wore a certain kind of clothes. If I wore my hair curly, she wore her hair, you know, that whole thing. And while I should have considered it flattering, it annoyed me to no end, but that was just, that was what she did. And it, it lasted for years and years and years. So I say all that to say that when Tammy got to that same age, when she was in high school, she also transitioned from that very private, very suffocating environment, judgmental mm-hmm. to a p- public school. And she was like, Hey, I see it now. She's on, you know, big sis is on to something. And so she proceeded to, as usual, you know, following my footsteps. But Mm -hmm. the thing about me and Tammy that was very different is I was always very, I had a lot of common sense. I had a lot of street smarts. Tammy wasn't. Tammy was very spontaneous. Tammy was very in the moment. And it's like, this is great. This feels good. Let's just do this. I'm not going to think about what happens next. Tammy's family lived on the outskirts of town in a beautiful, modest neighborhood, lots of friends. You know, they had barbecues. They just had a great time. Her mom was a geometry teacher that had just recently turned bank teller. So she was, you know, switching jobs a little bit. Their dad was an engineer that worked for Westinghouse. He was on the road all the time. Their entire childhood, he was basically gone. And, you know, Tammy's life was Middle America. Mom and dad are home. Mom and dad stayed together. Mom and dad love each other. They're a solid family. They go to church. They go to school. They hang out with each other. The three siblings were very, very close. As we know, Tammy had a twin sister, Tara, and then an older sister, Stacy. But the three of them, I mean, they would sing, they would dance, you know, just sibling stuff. There was a little bit of a rivalry maybe sometimes with sharing clothes. And, you know, I think Stacy put it so cute when she talked about how Tammy wanted to be just like her. Um, but that's the deal. I mean, they were just that solid family. Every single person that knew them, loved them and cared about them and had nothing but wonderful things to say about all of them. 
So she started to make these bad choices. She met a guy who was in the army. And of course, she's young. She's only 17. Mm-hmm. And he's in his 20s in the military. He's an adult. And uh, she starts seeing him. And like I've always said this before, she was just a little kid trying to play grown-up games. But she didn't know the rules. Yeah. and She didn't know how to play. I think she just kind of felt like she was being pulled in different directions. It was this life that she was living now versus the life that she was raised in. And it was just conflicting. I think it is so important for y'all to remember this was not a bad kid. This was a kid making bad choices. This boyfriend was much older than Tammy, and he had been in the military, and he had about a decade on her. So you know he had more life experience than she did. That girl was sheltered. She was smothered. She was cared for. She did not have freedom like a lot of folks. So again, this seems to be where Tammy's life took such a turn. She started making decisions that weren't just poor, you know, poor choices. They were pitiful choices. She put herself at risk by some of the things she started to do. Tammy's life goes from her making poor choices to others helping her make dangerous decisions. You know, my parents are saying, no, you have to live like this. You have to do these mm-hmm. things. And her friends are saying, no, you should do it like this. And eventually it all kind of came to a head where after weeks of rebelling and lying to my parents and refusing to come home and, you know, they finally gave her the ultimatum and said, look, our house, our rules. If you don't want to live by our rules, then you can't live in our house. You can't drive our cars. It was the ultimate example of tough love. I remember my mom giving her the ultimatum over the phone and we were all like, she's going to come home. She's not stupid. (laughs) She didn't come home. Even the Mm. next day, my dad changed the locks on the front door. We're like, well, you know, mom didn't scare her. Dad's going to scare her for sure. Absolutely. The next day he's changing the lock. She showed up at the house and he's like, give me your keys. If you're not going to live by our rules, then get your stuff and get out. And she did. But Tammy also felt like she had somewhere to go, right? Yeah, because she had this boyfriend in her ear going, right. oh, just come stay with me. Oh, your parents, they're this, you're, they're that, your sister, she's this, she's that. So you can just come stay with me. He had his own place. You know, for her, it was, it was, you know, she, I'm sure she romanticized the entire idea because it was like, oh, I can go live with my boyfriend and I can, mm-hmm. you know, play house and pretend like I'm the little wife. And, and, you know, the part of that that blows my mind, because mm-hmm. in my head, I'm thinking, man, you bust out at 17, you're living with your boyfriend in this apartment. You are as free as you're ever going to be. But she went to school every single day. Yes. That blows my mind. Because <laughs> for me, the kind of student I was, honey, that'd be the last building I darkened ever again. 
I would be like, I'm out, I'm free. You think I'm going to do a, you know, geometry problem ever? No, no. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I know. And it. here she's going to school yeah. every day. Every day. And I think that too was just like that, you know, that warring that was going on inside of her because she knew like in her deep down places, she knew what she was mm-hmm. doing was wrong. She mm-hmm. knew, you know, the rebellion was wrong and her choices were wrong, but she was like, but this one thing I can continue to do right. So I'm going to do it. It might granted she rebelled. She loved my mom and dad mm-hmm. dearly mm-hmm. so much that even during that month that she was out of the house, she would call my mom. They would mom would take her to lunch. You know, she was like always trying to like soothe things with her and feel her out. And she told my mom. I know I need to come home. I know what I'm doing is wrong, but I, I need a little bit more time is what she told her. All right. Let's talk a little bit about when you and I did talk finally on the phone. I thought there might be a couple of things on this case we could try that maybe the detective was not aware of that was working the case. Uh, I talked to one detective, didn't really get anywhere. And then you got a new detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you called me. I'll never forget. (laughs) You called me and you said, we got a new detective. And I'm like, who is it? And you said, Tara Smith. And the first thing that crossed my mind is, if she's a mama, she might see this whole thing a little differently. So what did you think? So actually, Detective Smith called me and she asked me, she told me they had a new cold case unit with the police department. And she asked me some Mm -hmm. questions and then I never heard from her again. So I was like, well, you know, I'm used to this. This is what I told you in the beginning. Like, we're just used to people disappoint. You know, I mean, they try and then nothing happens. But one day I get a phone call from my friend Lisa. And she said her granddaughter is taking some class by another homeschool mom about criminal justice. Turns out it was Tara. Okay. We call her Detective Tara. They got to talking because... Lisa's granddaughter said, my, my Gigi has a friend who's had a person, you know, her sister was murdered. And then they got to talking and then realized that Lisa's friend was me and that Detective Tara <laughs> was the one that was actually on Tammy's case and that she hadn't, she had been doing work on her own. But one night mm-hmm. she was at work and like a breeze or something. She was standing next to somebody else's desk and a breeze came by and like knocked some papers off the desk and whatever it knocked off right there underneath it was the stuff that I had given to the other guy. And she's like, what is this? This is my case. So when she saw my friend Lisa, she was like, tell her to call me. So I did. (laughs) And she tells me this story and I'm like, wow, that's insane. And then I was like, well... I've been talking to this lady <laughs> and mm-hmm. I said, why don't I uh, put you two together? Cause I really wanted to see what happened mm-hmm. because I was like, you know, I, I was getting a good feeling, but I felt like if you could validate that. And when you called me back and said, she's awesome. And oh, yeah. that she was all about all of the stuff that you were wanting to do. <laughs> yes. First thing she said to me was, what do you got? What can we do? Yeah. 
I mean, it's just been amazing since then because she's an amazing person. I just love her. She is an amazing person. She's smart. She wants to do everything she can on a case. And one of the first things she said to me was, I'm not sure how this is going to play out with our budget. And so I got to thinking about that. And I thought, if that's going to be our only roadblock, we got to move that. And that's when you and I talked and we reached out to Carl Marino. Mm -hmm. And I want people to know how awesome this guy is because those of you that are fans with Homicide Hunter, Carl Marino plays the young Joe Kenda. Well, I called him and I told him about Tammy. And I said, I've got an idea about raising some money. His wife is also an actress. They just make a beautiful couple. They're a sweet, dynamic, engaging couple. And I said, if y'all come to Atlanta and we do a fun thing um, about kind of behind the scenes of Homicide Hunter, I think people would be interested in that, right? And we could raise some money. Well, sure enough, we did. And we raised enough money to start the process of testing some of the things at the scene. And again, all these things kind of lined up because you, again, put yourself out there, Stacey, and you call somebody you don't know. Then you call another detective that you're not sure if they're going to let you down again as well. But you kept doing that. And I think this fight that you've been in, and it is a fight, Mm -hmm. to one, keep the case alive. Because I'm going to tell you, for those in my world to have a case that somebody 17 years old has done to her what Tammy Jackson had done to her, and I've never heard of the case, that shouldn't be. We should all know about her. We should all be looking around saying, hey, what can we maybe think of to help put this case where it needs to be? And that's in the solve column. I get asked all the time, what would it mean to you for this case to be solved? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't about me. But it would mean after 30 years, Tammy Jackson finally has justice. It means after 30 years, her family has answers. And it means after 30 years, the people of Savannah... I've got a killer off the street. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Why don't you talk a little bit about some of the things that you've had to do to keep this thing alive? When it first happened, there was a lot of information that was coming almost on a daily basis. You know, the the detectives kept in touch with us and they would say, well, we have this and we have this. And, you know, they always sounded very hopeful. And that went on for, I don't know, two or three months, I think. And then all of a sudden they just stopped calling us. We learned pretty early on that if we were going to try to find out anything about Tammy or keep her name at the top of people's lists, that we mm-hmm. were going to have to be the ones to instigate and, you know, ask the questions and be present, make the appointment, show up at the police. You know, um, my mom and Tara used to go a lot. They would go up there to see the lieutenant just to say, do you have anything? And he would always say no, or he would say, well, we're still looking at this lead, but these are the issues or this is where we are with it. And I couldn't even tell you how long they did that for, but it was always us, always. Here's the thing. Even when you and I did the event with Carl Marino, you looked at me at one point and you're like, this is just so hard. Like, this just takes it out of me. So it's not like it's enjoyable no. for you. It's not like you, even tonight, when you get off this podcast, it's not like you're going to go, woo, that was awesome. No. I had so much fun. As a matter of fact, I was I mean, telling this is- Cade, like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I hate doing this stuff. I don't want to do it. <laughs> and I know you hate it. I know you hate it. And for me, you know, it's so important that people know her. It's important that people connect with her in some way because, you know, the more people you make care, the more pressure that's put correctly, I think, on law enforcement, just to be sure you're not going to forget her. Well, I mean, I know for a fact the detective you have right now, that's not the case. Yeah, for sure. But I'm talking about for the last, you know, decade after decade. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying now's a different day. But there was a time, no phone call, no update. No canvassing, no trying to get new witnesses, nothing. I mean, that was the status quo. That's why when you Mm -hmm. said in the beginning, you said it and Detective Tara said, look, I'm not going to make you any promises, but I'm going to try. And I was, you know, I was like in my mind thinking. Girl, that was my wedding vow. Okay. (laughs) That's that's all I can do. No promises, but I'm going to try. But I was just like, but you know, that's, I mean, I'm good with that because that's all we've, you know, honestly, sometimes that's more than what we've gotten. Well, it's all I can tell you with my 40 years experience is Tara Smith ain't gonna let that happen. And the prosecutors in Savannah, Chatham County ain't gonna let that happen. If we get close enough, I think it's going to be a solid case that you're going to be proud of. 
And I, prayerfully, if we can get that. That's why I have a lot of faith in her, because even though it's gotten to the point now where I'll go months without talking to her, um, mm-hmm. I'm not, it's not that same feeling. It's not that same familiar, well, you know, here we go again. Like, I know she's doing mm-hmm. things, but I also know that she's crossing her T's and she's dotting her I's because yes. she wants to make sure that it's solid. And and I appreciate that. And that gives me a lot of patience. I have a lot of people that contact me and they're like, have you heard anything yet? You know, we have the Facebook group and I haven't posted on mm-hmm. that in forever because, you know, people are just like, I, you know, what's the latest? Do you know anything? Like, is it gone back to being cold? And, you know, I just want to say it's no, I mean, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. And I truly, truly, truly believe that. But I do too. And I think you are closer than you have ever been. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And we wouldn't have been able to do I told that Tara without the you. other night. The white hats are coming. <laughs> I, I just, every time I look at her, I mean, I just know she's working. Yeah. You know and what I mean? She's wonderful. And, I, and she always told me, I will always wonderful. have this case. She's, I will never stop working on this case. Even if I get fired and I never don't work for the police anymore. She's girl. She's like, she told me that. <laughs> and I said, wait, has something happened? I know. Don't I'm like, please don't get she's fired. Like, please don't get fired. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. No, but she, that is her. And, and she means it. Yeah. If she were to get fired tomorrow, this case file is going with yeah. her. She's not stopping yeah. and she's too close. And when you say that, you know, she's crossing those T's and dotting those I's, I have rarely seen somebody work so deliberately mm-hmm. with everything she does. Every phone call, she understands what's going to be discoverable. She understands they're going to be looking at her notes. She understands all of yeah. it and she's ready. So I'm good. I, I feel I'm it. I'm ready. I'm ready too. So we'll see. Well, I appreciate you again putting yourself out there talking about this horrible event. But again, I'm telling you, there's power in it. The more people that think about Tammy can send a prayer for you, your dad, Tara, the detective Tara. I think that's important for people to think about y'all and send good vibes because I feel that too. Yeah, I can. Every time I watch you do a speech, I watch that audience. You can feel that. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be able to feel this too. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you being here. Well, I appreciate you more than you know. Again, none of this would have happened if it weren't for you. And I'm just so thankful for you all the time. And like I said, even if nothing ever came from this, nobody has cared about us the way you have. Hands down. Well, that's sweet of you to say. I love you for that. But listen, well, I love y'all too. And we ain't done. We're going to have a follow-up episode. That's right. Baby. I feel it. Y'all, I'm going to end Zone 7 with a quote from somebody from my Zone 7. And this is from Becky Patty, the grandmother of Liberty German, killed in Delphi, Indiana. Becky said, listen, you hear more than you realize. And I don't think that could be truer than on Tammy's case. In the next episode of Zone 7, I speak with Detective Tara Smith as we look at details of finding Tammy's body, the pathway of this investigation, and working toward finding her killer or killers. We investigate multiple potential suspects 
multiple potential motives, and we get to see firsthand how this detective, honey, action-oriented detective, is on this case and is going to solve it. I believe in my heart that Tara Smith will solve this case. I'm Cheryl McCollum, and this is Zone 7. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.